This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. All right. A 37-year-old crossing guard in New York was in the middle of doing her damn job Monday morning. Suddenly. Suddenly. She got hit by a flying glass bottle. Whoa. Weird, huh? Uncool. Turns out. 30-year-old man named Tyreek Martin threw it at her. Cops caught up with him about 45 minutes later. And they were like, hey, dude, what's up? Why would you do that? He goes, chucking bottles at unsuspecting people is something I enjoy doing. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh. You didn't have to be that honest, dude. I don't know why that makes me laugh. He specifically said he tries to aim for their face. Uh, Try hugs instead of Coke bottles. What in the (laughs) hell, dude? Why is the tree good? Why is sunset good? Not the first time he's done something like this. Uh, He's been arrested at least 70 times Uh, for various reasons. And then they won't do anything until he kills somebody. That's usually how that goes. Including drug charges and assault. Most recently, this is fantastic, he got arrested last May for hitting a two-year-old boy in a stroller with a suitcase. Unbelievable. The kid ended up with a small welt under his eye, and that was it. Thank God. How is he... Walking around? Thank you. Why is he part of society? Turns out Tyreek had an active warrant for not sticking to the plea agreement from the suitcase incident. Remember that guy that threw that kid off that balcony at that mall in Minnesota? Oh, my God, yes. Right. And they had him before Mm -hmm. because he wanted to do that. Pusher. Yes. That kid lived, by the way. Tyreek is going to be looking at some serious jail time now. Thank God. Who throws a suitcase at a two-year-old? And then you're going to throw... Whatever, dude. Whatever. Where's the... No! What? No, no. Why is there not a three strikes and out on, on, on any series of crimes? Why do you have to kill somebody before the we have to get there? I don't know. Does, isn't three a trend of throwing things at people and trying to? Well, when he's straight decap- up like, I like doing this. Dec- Thank you. But can you repeat that in court? Repeat that into the police camera one more time. I, I try to aim for their face. Okay, back away from the camera. You're too close. Right, get away from the camera. You're Look fun- at what it hits their face. <laughs> what the hell, dude? That is. Shoot him. Just shoot him. Find a different hobby. Maybe go throw axes at the appropriate target. Uh, might you suggest a axe-throwing location? Google it. We have one around the corner here called uh, Flannel Jacks. Yeah. Have you ever been in there? Mm-mm. It's across from Woodman's here on Watts Road. Now, I was going to go, and this was a bit ago that I had checked it out, but I think you have to have a group of four. Ah, uh, you just can't. But I don't know for sure. Why can't you solo axe throw? Maybe there was an incident, and now they need four people in case they need security. Pick up burly chicks throwing axes. Hey, baby. Burly chicks. Yeah. Do you have to wear flannel when you go into flannel jacks? They provide one for you. (laughs) Uh, uh, mm. I'm going to make a custom flannel 
Okay. Uh, wife beater wearing there. Hot. I know. Dude, hot. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah. Good morning. Morning. I, I had to turn the radio down for a minute, so I don't know if you figured it out or not, but that shoelace joke. Don't don't buy your shoes from your drug dealer. I'm not sure what mine are laced with, but I've been tripping all morning. <laughs> Dude, that is really funny. I am so easily amused. I'm an idiot. Best jokes ever. Morning, D. Thank Cheryl. you. Good morning. Great job. I love you. Glad you guys had a good time in Vegas. Glad you're back. Glorious. Glad we lived. Glorious in Vegas. Uh, it, it was really funny. Uh, <clears throat> we ate at uh, Roadside last night. We had a taco and uh, three drinks. And the bill was forty one dollars. In Vegas, it would have been up to like two hundred. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I, I literally, I'm like, is this a joke? Is there, is there more? <laughs> like, did you add this right? I forget half our bill. <laughs> In Vegas, that was a hundred dollar bill. <sighs> Painful. I I got gas. I forgot when I when uh, we got home and I had to put some gas in a truck at three seventy eight or whatever. Gas. Mm-hmm. When I put gas, we rented Harleys and took them out at the Valley of Fire. Six ten. Six dollars. Yeah. And ten cents. <laughs> the rental company's really funny. The guy says to me as I get ready to drive out, he goes, Now you gotta be back here at five. I'm like, uh, with a full tank of gas. I go, Well, what happens if I don't fill the tank? He goes, Well, we fill it for you at fourteen dollars a gallon. They they're not messing around. Their Dude, time is valuable. They are they give no Fs in Las Vegas. They got you by they, the balls, they are, they, I, And I looked at the guy. I'm like, that is not nice. He goes, well. You'll pay it. <laughs> it's just goes, the way it is. You go, damn the brakes. In Las Vegas, when you in Vegas, you do what Vegas does. Uh, we golfed at uh, Bali High. I highly recommend it if uh, you get a shot. A bucket list thing. It was with rental clubs. This is $328 a round of golf. Mm. It's the one right out by Mandalay Bay in the city. They literally built a golf course in the middle of yeah. Las Vegas. Total. We looked at it before oh, we went out there, yeah. It's, it was one of the great rounds of golf I've ever played in my life. Not just because I won the team of Mike Tuig and Danger beating out uh, Clybor and Mitch. Resoundingly and without pity, uh, we beat them. Uh, almost felt like I was at the Masters there for a second. Masters. Thank you. Bali High. After the round of golf, we went in the clubhouse and ate lunch. My, uh, I had a hot dog. Ooh, yeah. Guess how much my hot dog $14. It was $19. <laughs> now, it came on a bun I've never seen before. It was like a Texas toast. All beef. All beef. I'm sure it was a great hot dog. It, it was, dude. It's the best hot dog. Totally. You can ask the guys. I, I sat there and I just, I, I couldn't get over myself. I had like a $12 hot dog at the Hoover Dam, and I'm not lying. It was the greatest hot dog I've ever yeah. had in my life. The I asked the, the our waitress, I said, if you have these buns, I will pay you to take these buns home. They were It was like Texas toast, but it was mm-hmm. in the shape of a hot dog bun. God, and it was buttered! Space age technology! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It honestly, and I never took a picture of it. God dang it. It's the best hot dog I've ever had in my life. I'm excited and it was, for you. It was $19. Well, yes. <laughs> and now you might ask yourself, is the price playing a role in me thinking it's so good? Maybe. You might ask yourself, where's that beautiful car? Where's uh, my beautiful wife? I, you might ask yourself, how did I get here? And the days go by. And the days go by.
You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Oh, girl, it's cold outside. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. All right, uh, British charity is searching for people to spend five months in Antarctica. Oh, my goodness. They're going to run the world's most remote post office. Oh. And when I asked what song I should play, <laughs> Johnny replied. Oh, don't. Way up. Yeah, buddy. If you go far enough north, yourself now uh in context what did i say after i said that that's funny i said it's funny because it's, it's the other way right it's comedy which i had to go it is the other way right right okay. correct okay. uh the team will maintain the port lockroy base and you're going to be responsible for counting penguins <laughs> really no running water Oof. UK Antarctic Heritage Trust says it usually gets hundreds of applications for the jobs. It's the first time the site will be open to the public since the pandemic. Trust, based in Cambridge, usually advertises annually for seasoned postmasters at the site, responsible for preserving historic buildings and artifacts in Antarctica. Mm. That's pretty neat, right? It's like those old people that uh, live in lighthouses and keep them, yeah, uh, you know, polish the polish the lighthouse, as we say in the business. <laughs> hmm. They're going to polish the copper, as they say in the business. Yes, yes. Uh, Port Lockroy was the first permanent British base to be established on the Antarctic Peninsula. Wow. Initially used from 1944 to 1962. Since 2006, it's been used as a post office and a museum. Is this uh, McMurdo? Where is this at? I'm sorry, did I mishear you? Uh, Port Lockroy. Oh, okay, okay. But it's on the continent proper. Yes. Interesting. The site hasn't had any visitors for over two years due to restrictions in place because of COVID. <laughs> Usually welcomes around 18,000 people between November to March. I didn't know that. That's Whoa. the Antarctic summer. No sh kidding. Yeah, pretty cool. That would be fun to spend a summer down there, do some stuff, count penguins. Counting penguins. Hang out, watch the... Uh, you do a little fishing. Yeah, I mean, how do you know you didn't count the same penguin twice? Oh, they no. They do look a lot alike. Oh, no. Uh, Be like, there's 45,000 penguins here. I bet every day for supper you have iceberg, lettuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lettuce pray. Um, and that's all you do? Yeah. Lots counting. And what's it pay? I don't know. Successful candidates will be living in close quarters for five months. You get a so it's you, essential that we curate the right balance of oh. skill sets and personalities. Yes, yeah, oh, so hell no. Go crazy and start shooting penguins. I'm gonna. So go, you go postal, you just start shooting penguins. Yeah, right. Everything's different down there. 
<laughs> I would need to pick the people I was with. Oh, my God. You think? Because. That's probably for a loner. The closet, yeah. Well, they the they said they're going to have to. It's five people, right? Yeah, what is right. This? More than that. They're going to be living in close quarters for five months. That means sounds like a bunkhouse <clears throat> bunk situation. Yes. Yeah. Probably sharing a bathroom. <sighs> but whatever. No running water. Counting penguins. Antarctic summer. And what's the high temp? Let's see. Is there like a pinball machine in the... Mm. No? Mm. Oof. It's a lot of long nights of euchre. So along the Antarctic Peninsula, temperatures as high as 59 degrees Fahrenheit have been recorded. So I could make some kind of weird little golf, par three golf course. Though the summer temperature is below uh, zero Celsius, so 32. You could take a green spray paint, make a little green. Yeah, I'm sure they want you to spray paint the environment down there. It's not toxic. It's just food coloring. Um, now, I was reading about a heat wave happening in Antarctica. Can you take a phone call? Or do you just wait for the, pl- they, like, the plane to come in? I don't know. Like those big giant phones? Is that yeah, what they have? Yeah, the satellite phones. Yeah. Right. But, uh, man, uh, man, I take a, I, I need some pizza, uh, a six-month supply of beer. If you want to watch... Uh, Watch people go crazy. Watch the the thing with Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. All he does is drink scotch and play computer chess, and then you got to fight Greg. S- scary ice monsters. Uh, so a heat wave in Antarctica earlier this month was so extreme that it may be the largest temperature increase above normal ever Whoa. recorded. Okay. The temperature at Concordia Research Station, which is a European outpost in East Antarctica, measured almost 70 degrees Fahrenheit, hotter than normal on March 18th. Shackleton thinks you're a pussy. I don't know who that is. Though this isn't a category weather services track, this dude here, you don't Robert who, Rowe. You don't know who Shackleton is? He's the guy oh, that that's the stuck. guy, the boat the, guy. Yeah, they just found the boat. Uh, temperature record keeping on Antarctica by satellite goes back to the early 1980s, which is not a huge amount of time. Sparse data compared with warmer and more populous regions to the north. Short record combined with strong natural variability, variability uh, normal for the area makes it premature to characterize the role global warming may have played in the event. Yeah. 70 degrees hotter than what it should be. Damn. Be out there. Wisconsinites be out there in shorts for sure. <clears throat> Sounds like a job for a retiree. I don't think so. You got to be pretty physically fit. Yeah, you know? be out there shoveling. Yeah, ain't no pussies. Is out there shoveling penguin poop off the sidewalk around the post office? I don't think there's a sidewalk. You don't know. You got a mush. You don't know much of anything about the Antarctica. <laughs> Come to think of it, neither do I. What do they pay? I should look it into this. It doesn't say. Is there a, can I pretend to be a DJ? Is there a little... No, uh, you got to be a post office a person. PA or something I can blab into? Hey. They able to send this out. I'm going to get you like a toilet paper roll. <laughs> I'm going to send this out to Mike, my bunkmate. <laughs> Everybody in the commune is like, shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same thing over and over. Groundhog Day. Yeah, right? Just wake up, it's gray. Cold. Cold. And it's going to last. Surrounded by penguins. It's going to last for the rest of your life. I don't know. The more I'm talking myself out of this job. Yeah, no kidding. It's like going to Mars. I don't. 
Yeah, I think I'd be that interested in that. If I could have beer down there. Sure. If I could pick a friend to go with me. Yeah. I want to pick a few people. But there's got to be a golf simulator in the bunk, at least. There's got to be a golf simulator. Yeah. And a couple of little crusty playboys probably left there from the 60s. Oh, yeah. Last time there was a guy there. Uh. The no running water thing Ooh. is an ish. <laughs> Bucket brigade. Eey. Yeah. You got a sponge bath. Oof. You got to take a hooker bath. Hooker nope. bath. How do you wash your clothes in? You're down on the down at the creek and oh, you get a, uh, I guess. That's very primitive. I don't I'm not cut out for that. I'm trying to think of a positive. I guess if you You're away from civilization. Right, right, right. You never have to hear about me talk about the Kardashians again. You don't gotta worry about someone stealing your car and crashing it on the belt line. <laughs> That's true. There you go. What if some teenager down there steals your snowmobile? Steals your snowmobile, great. Runs it into a into the post office. Yeah. And he's already got an ankle bracelet on. Good God. No, I, I, I'm I, respectfully declining the offer. You've, we've talked ourselves right yeah, out Yeah, as much as I like the idea of isolation. Yeah, that's, mm, too, that's too much isolation. Yeah, I'll take a cabin up north, thank you. Yeah, you need... Uh, I'm trying to think of a, anybody I know that would be really good at that job. Nobody in radio, because they're a bunch of egotistical dicks. Babies. Total babies. Total babies. Self-esteem issues. Oh, my God. Forget it. Validation issues. If Tell me you love me. Right. And I'll play you a song. Right. Totally. What if it was an entire group of DJs? <laughs> Man, that'd be a loud bunkhouse. Oh, my God. That would be so irritating. Well, let me tell you about the time I met. White Snake. You guys want to hear that story again? You guys, anybody awake? Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, I was looking at uh, an uh, eco activist uh, glued his hand to a microphone during an interview. How'd that work out for him? The Just Stop Oil campaigner uh, forced the, the TV station to cut its broadcast. Switched to a new studio because he, he glued himself to the microphone. <laughs> Hang on, let me see. Let's see if I have it here. Oh, wait. i got to wait five seconds. How you doing? How you feel? Oh, great. Good. Feeling great. Good. Look good. Thanks. Thanks. Dude. A massive platform. You have a massive platform, right? Oh, here we go. You have a massive platform, a microphone yeah. that you can use to tell people about the situation we're in, and you are not using it, right? So for those of you who are not using it, for those that are listening on the someone radio. like me, an ordinary person who is yeah. fighting for their future, is having to take the microphone in a situation like this and having to tell your viewers the situation we are in because people like you do not. So for those people, people like who, you are giving no as idea. much as a death sentence no to the, your viewers as our government you've is, as the fossil fuel companies are. So, and that goes for all those people. By the way, for those, for those of you listening, wondering what the banging on the microphone was, Mr. McGovern has apparently, I think, it's, is it glue? You seem to have glued Absolutely. yourself to the microphone, so that's fantastic. If you're not going to use the that's microphone fantastic. for the people of this country, the people all around the world, to let them know what's You've happening been in their lives right, right now. By the way, that's a $380 microphone. We like that? That's fantastic. That's, that's not a parting gift, thanks. I love it. So he glues himself, uh, Nathan McGovern, speaking of Tom Swarbrick. God, they're so nice. It's lovely, it's fabulous. That's not coming out, is it? That's not going to rub out, is it? No. 
Of but course not. Fantastic. Because you're a freaking it's idiot. Fantastic. <laughs> Would you like a bottle of water? Uh, I'm trying to see how it ended. He said he pulled a stunt because people need to be aware. God, that stuff does not come off. That's super glue. Um, after the incident, uh, presenter uh, Andrew Pierce took over the live program before handing back to Mr. Swarbuck. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, during this time, uh, McGovern, the host, was left. Oh, no, the guy that glued himself was left in the studio in the dark while waiting for police to arrive. You sit here in the dark and you think about what you did. Uh, police recall that uh, 11.56 hour Sunday, third following reports, man uh, glued his hand to a microphone. The officer attended spoke with the informant who told the man's hand to become unstuck before people had arrived. They did not wish to support any further criminal activity. <laughs> so he pulled his hand off the mic. That is classic. I would have punched him in the face if he would have glued himself to my microphone. Well, like what? How are you supposed to avoid oil? Like right now in this second. Right, right, right. It's going to be a bit of a process. It's going to be a bit of a process. Right. Would you like some water while we're waiting for the, the process? Water, water. Like Stupid, the process? ain't it? What a bold and noble uh, protest this man is making. He would like some water. Could you cut the mic and grab some water? How are they that nice? Oh, my God. I would have killed that kid. Well, he didn't hurt anybody else. He could have came in and with a baseball bat for for big oil. Sure, whatever. Destroyed everybody. It just I don't I don't know that it accomplishes anything. Like, what did we learn? Nothing. Well, I'm still mad about the price of gas. Hasn't changed that. Although it's getting better. <laughs> I have a coupon. It's getting a little better. No, we're spreading it out. Use your art card. Spreading it out a little bit. All right. So uh, there you go. And nothing happened as a result. Nothing happened. I was hoping he was going to be stuck there and and starved to death for about four days because he was stuck to the building, but didn't turn out that way. In fact, they just pumped more oil (laughs) after hearing that interview. Increase. It took an oil-based product for him to glue himself I to know. the microphone. The irony is not lost then, on me. And then it took an an, an oil-based anti-stick uh, product to unglue him from the microphone. Well, of which he was very kind and pleased about. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right, uh, 50 years ago, Van Halen was formed in Pasadena, California. And now the city of Pasadena wants to honor the band by naming a new stage after them. Ooh. I know, pretty cool. Uh, Van- I thought he went to the big Marriott in the sky, Diamond Dave. Oh, uh, the Van Halen family moved to Pasadena in 1962, where Eddie Van Halen started studying classical piano by uh, year and was so good that he won a few awards. Their father, Jan Van Halen, was also a musician. Jan Van. Is there a problem? No. 
Uh, brothers Eddie and Alex started playing music together in the 60s, formed their first band in 64 called <laughs> The Broken Combs. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The, 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 the brothers Eddie and Alex, that was theirs, right? Yeah. The, the Combs, that's right. Then the band was called the Trojan Rubber Company. Yeah. Then Genesis. Oop. Whoops. Oopsie. Then Mammoth. Mammoth. And finally Van Halen in 73. Uh, so, uh, the city where the band was formed wants to honor them by naming a new stage. Pasadena is building a new one-acre park, which will be named after science fiction writer Octavia Butler. Park has lots of open spaces, a playground with shade, public restrooms with which to masturbate in, 48-space parking plaza, dog run, and the stage. Pretty neat. I like that. Very, very cool. Now, uh, let's go on to, uh... Good old Wolfie. So Wolfgang Van Halen had to cancel some dates because COVID-19 is infecting the crew and the band. Sucks. Just played with uh, Dirty Honey, right? I hate that. Yeah. Got that one in. <sighs> I just, I thought the COVID was over. On Tuesday, uh, he said after an incredible weekend in Vegas, he was out there. Everybody was out could there. feel him. Everybody was out there. Uh, with my family for the Grammys, I flew back yesterday to meet up with my band and crew in North Carolina. I think he's the only one I didn't play roulette with Two, I mean, <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning. Roulette table at 2 in the morning. Why? Wolfie? If it's uh, you, blank. <laughs> uh, he wanted to continue the Young Guns tour. This morning, everybody took COVID tests yeah. and papow. The bubble was burst. Oh, no. Yeah, so there were positives in there. Yada, yada. They need to re- Establish the bubble. Okay. Dirty Honey posted, the party will rage on. <laughs> of course they did. That's Atta a st- standard rock quote, by the yep. way. Yep. Always, that's the go-to. So hopefully everybody uh, comes out of that just fine. All your Van Halen news. You I mean, you can't say the, the party will hop, skip, and jump on. It's you can't r- say, well, the concert's going to suck now. It's got to rage. Even if we're not there, it's still going to rage. I don't know why anybody would show up now. <laughs> right? Like, who's going to say that? Hey, you want to get sick? Come on down. Join us. Right. It's... Our bubbles are burst. <laughs> we're breathing on everybody. <laughs> yeah, they kind of paint a grim picture there, don't yeah, they? I guess so. Good God. Take your vitamin C and... And vitamin D. Get better, buddy. Vitamin VH, my friend. Oh. I don't even know if you're a Van Halen fan, do I? Are you a fan of the, you probably like the top 40 stuff, don't you? The jump and all that? I'm not into any of it. It's not, really? It's not my jam. I appreciate the greatness. It's just not my thing, baby. Doesn't make your heart feel good? No. To hear jump? Really? Yeah. Really? You are the only person I know that doesn't like jump. I don't like jump. The only thing I don't like about that song is it's the biggest Van Halen song, which I hate. It shouldn't be. Like what million, should be the biggest? I don't. Van there's Halen a million, song. whatever, something out diver. Anything off the first record should be their big song, not okay. jump. I, I hate that Van Halen is defined by jump. I don't. That that sucks. Well, because it's just a it's a it's a great song, but it gets the biggest response. You go, you know, back when you went to a show, jump has got the biggest response, which was wrong. <laughs> You're all wrong. <laughs> Nobody could hear Stop me. Stop cheering for that song. <laughs> I look like an idiot. It's great, dude. I had a banner at the Van Halen show that says Jump Sucks. Oh, God. Nobody. I got beat up quite a bit. I got beat up quite a bit. 
Well, he came I mean, out I, of it I on top. I don't think I'm the only person that feels that way. I don't. Some of the Van Halen older, I think some of the older dudes despise the fact that Jump is, seems to be the big biggest song by response. Right. I mean, is it because it's top 40? Oh, sure. Yeah. It just, and you're it, like, they rock. Well, it's it's definitely less gloomy than uh, Atomic Punk. Right. Or uh, Running with the Devil. I mean, it, it does have a Genesis Qua. Chris Hall. And then you're with a girl and she's like, ah, everybody jump. Then ah. you ditch her. <clears throat> oh, hardcore. Lame. Crappy tasted music. Buy your own t shirt. See you later, Brad. Left her ass parking lot of Alpine Valley. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a Your girlfriend likes jump. We won't miss her either. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. I don't think I'm the only getting any response mm-hmm. on that. <laughs> I, I may be the only guy that doesn't. It's not that I don't like it. I it, it just uh it probably brought a New audience to Van Halen, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And then, I mean, that whole album was was their peop, record for the people. That was their declaration to the people. Got hot, it. Hot for Teacher and Top Jimmy and all that. I mean, that was more it, approachable. I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't a huge record. It was great. It really was great. The video was great. It was great timing. Early 80s. The sound, the look, it's fine. It's just, there's like, I feel like there's like three camps of Van Halen. Okay. The beginning, it's like the 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 beginning, the top forty years, and Sammy Hagar. And you have to like one more than the other. And and I feel like you do have to make a choice. In your heart of hearts, I feel like you have to make a choice. Yeah. You have to stay true to your. You can't like two eras the same. Van Halen roots. Oh. Like walking and chewing. Could gum you tell at the same me time. write down what Van Halen songs I need to like in order? Uh, just go listen to Van Halen one. No. In order, just put the album on and you'll be fine. Okay. You'll be fine. And uh, and, and jump is the last song <laughs> on the list of good Van Halen songs. Oh, I thought you were going to say on the first record. No. <laughs> I was going to come over and kill you. And jump's the last song. Don't even. Well, what no. is that? Is that their second record? Uh, Jump? Yeah. No, it's probably like their sixth or seventh or yeah. something like Christ, that. Right, I can't keep up with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Just give me like 10 songs. I'll make you a list. All right. But uh, I don't know. A lot of people say that first Van Halen record saved rock. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Got him. No, that would have been like their fifth, huh? Right? I like their fifth record. Hello. It was Nate? Just uh, a little oh, was that a effects. saw? Was sound that a saw? Hi, how's it going? Oh man, I will stand with you. I hate that song, but I love Van Halen. Right, you have to. It's like the uh, the weird little cousin that comes to the reunion. You... Yeah, I, I can't believe that song is as popular as it is compared to all. The, I mean, I, their first two albums were just I, awesome. I agree. I mean, you go running with the devil in eruption, and it'll change your life. Ain't talking about love. It changed my life. I remember <laughs> the first time I heard eruption, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Right, right, right. You're like nothing is like I'm done. I'm I've peaked. Yeah. J- Jamie's crying, and I've peaked. It's mm-hmm. done. It's over. Those were the days.
days when I would go out and just buy a Van Halen album without even hearing it. Right. Just because I knew, you know, oh, Van Halen, they got a new album out. Yeah, I'm going out and buying it. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah, just yeah, Van, just the first record. What was on there? Little Dreamer, Little Dreamer, and uh, what was the other one? Feel Your Love Tonight. Uh, I'd sing, it, sing to you. it, dude. I'd sing I, it. I can't Come sing. On now. I can't sing. <laughs> I was just getting. You know, ice cream, man. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make you smile. Nothing will. I mean, that was basically there as far as they were willing to go, tongue in cheek. Right. That I'm was, trying to think of like another musical analogy. Would it be like if somebody got in a kiss during the disco album? Mm-hmm. Sure. And you're like, that's not what kiss is about. Duh. I just want to see you at a Van Halen show booing when they play jump. <laughs> Fantastic. I said I get beat up. Hi, how's it going? Isn't, I know you guys are way bigger into music than me, but isn't, a lot of times you get spoiled on the first album, so you expect so much, maybe? Yeah, well, they call it the sophomore curse, because you have your whole life to write your first record in about two years to write the second. Maybe the last song, Jump, that's what they should have did with that song, Jump, off a cliff. Oh, the rest okay. of it's pretty good. <laughs> See, you. so you agree that Jump is not worthy? No, 100%. It's a little, it's a little light for Van Halen, but I guess when you do a synthesizer, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. Sure. There's only so many places you can go. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy boy. Hi. That's a dynamite call. Hello. Hey, uh, girl, you really got me, or girl, you got me going. Uh, and hot for teacher. Who, who else starts a song with a solo? True. You know? True. Just I remember I remember I was in like the seventh grade and I remember Scott Farnsworth in the uh, in the weight room where I became a man and you got and, ringworm. <laughs> I, I, I always wish that guitar solo and the drum solo were in the same song growing up. Right, you never got to hear them both at the same time. You know, right. it was always one or the other. But that that guitar solo mm-hmm. is just awesome. Gets me going. It gets me amped up. I don't know what it is. The song itself isn't the greatest. It's a Roy Orbison cover, but right, right, right. That that guitar solo in the in the beginning was just awesome. I get chills just thinking about it. Thanks, dude. You should play it. And Thanks. the car horn at the beginning of "Running with the Devil" to me will will always be it just it gives me goosebumps to this day when I hear it. It's really strange. Awesome. It's just burned into my soul. Yeah, well, I mean, all the memories come back of the smelly weight room. You mentioned yeah. ringworm. Mm-hmm. How did you know I got ringworm in the gym? Well, because that, that happens. It's not uncommon. I'm not saying Scott Farnsworth didn't have a ringworm. I'm just saying he had great taste in music. Jamming out. To Maybe the-, the ringworm is what gave him great taste in music. <laughs> I'll need to see some. I'll, 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 I'll get a hold of Scott. I'll get a hold of his my chart. See how he's doing. Yeah, right. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. How do you feel about hot air balloons? Oh. oh uh, uh, low chance of survival. Uh, electrocution. Mm-hmm. Drowning. Uh, 
Giant chickens. Uh, getting run over by a bus, landing in a road. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, hanging from a tree to death. Damn it, look at that butthole, boy. Not a big fan. All right, uh, this dude's first hot air balloon ride did not go well. PC2. Yes. Uh, he's on the TikTok machine. His name is Nick Talk. Clever. Like it. Um, so here, just listen to this awful, awful hot air balloon. My Bye. first hot air balloon experience yeah, was going great until the winds picked up. Here we go. Right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Everybody hang on. Stay in the basket. Stay in the basket with me. Stay on. Just skidding across the ground. <laughs> By the way, was that Joe Exotic flying him? Did he live? I Everybody he, lived. Everybody lived. Everybody lived. Was it over uh, capacity? The gondola? It doesn't look like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the winds just kind of picked up sure. and drove the balloon down and you're, drug it across the ground. You're at the mercy of nature. Nature. My first hot air balloon experience yeah, was, was going great until the, the Joe winds Exotic picked here. Right. Hang on. Just hang on. Hang on. Oh, the humanity. Now arriving at gate five, oh, six, gate seven, gate eight, gate nine. Hang on because there's no seatbelt. <laughs> no airbag. Uh, yeah, so I add that to my list of crappy ways to die. You know, your, your balloon's on fire and you. It, Falling out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine. Basket r- uh, rises up, slams down, and is dragged at a 45 degree angle. Sure. Woo. You need a parachute. You need a, a backup parachute to slow that thing down. Oh, and and then and then uh, what stopped them? What, did they go over a cliff? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been great. No, they they finally got it under control. Jesus came to full Christ. stop. Happens all the time. How, how many people die, or, or, or how many balloon accidents would be a better metric than uh, people die? I'm sure it's low number of people that die, but usually when they die, it's big. It's usually like seven, eight at a time in a bigger gondola. Then they hit a power line. Okay. Uh, hold on, I got to get my accidents. Game show music. If you gave me an over under of seventy five accidents, yeah, uh, can we play o- right. over under? We're gonna do globally. Okay, globally, globally. How many do you think? Because a lot of them aren't real licensed and, and legit. Well, well, give me a number, and I'll tell you whether it's high or low. On accidents. 1,500. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, you made that tough. Ooh. Uh, uh, look at me. Ooh, don't look at me. Uh, I'm gonna it's say... just my face. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but you've been crying. Your Get make- out back. You've been crying. Your makeup's running down. Van Halen. <laughs> I'm going to say 1,500 is too low. Correct. Yes! 3,000 <laughs> hot air balloon accidents per year. I can't globally. wait. Have my face ripped off! In the United States, how many do you think are per year here in the U.S.? I'm assuming we have stricter Sure. Right, shoot, me a, shoot me in Uh... 25. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh, 25. Wow. Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to say slightly higher. 
20 accidents per year. 20 accidents? Mm -hmm, that's it. Oh, wow. That's hard to believe. Altitude is a bitch, isn't it? Gravity's a bitch, isn't it? Slowing down is a bitch. Not being in control, a bitch. Uh, they seem to come in bundles. These accidents. I feel like uh, for like like uh, was it here that that they got drug out over the lake? I think so. And their cameras and everything went flying. I think that was here. Not to be smirch our great nah. hot air balloon companies, but I know millions of people do it every year, and only you know. Oof. Uh, 2016 hot air balloon crash from Madison.com. I think uh, some of these balloon guys. This one, people died. Some of these balloon guys are uh, dr uh, drunks. Weren't they talking about uh, field testing them for alcohol? Or am I crazy? I think you have to be drunk to fly. Yeah, I'd have a few cocktails. Um... So this is going to make me create an account, but five people injured in a balloon accident. Yeah, I, I, I honestly would not go up in a balloon without a football helmet on. I'm not going up in a balloon. Some shoulder pads, maybe some shin pads, maybe one of those racing suits that the bike You're racers. You're at the mercy of the dude who, for all you know, he just got the hot air balloon. Right. You know? Mm-mm. And then you see those people that, that I think it was, uh, was it New Mexico where they all died? There's like seven or eight of them. They hit that power line and just inc inc incinerated. No, thank you. And, I, you know, I wonder how much it is pilot error or random mother nature. Well, I mean, I don't know. Don't you think? And then you see it, what, 21 people died. <laughs> no, schnit. Right. Sherlock. Well, if it's like gusty winds. You probably should not take your hot air balloon up, mm -hmm. right? So maybe there's some air that way. Right. You got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. Did dude. that guy have an opportunity to jump out of the basket and take his chances? He's clearly instructed to stay in the basket. My first hot air balloon experience yeah. was going great until the winds picked up. Here we go. Right. Hang on. Just hang on. Hang on. Buddy, hang on. Stay in the basket. In the basket with me. Stay on. Uh, I would have been. Pick the dirt out your teeth, dude. <laughs> Jesus. You're telling me I'm going to get in a wicker basket and uh, on a ride that's propelled by fire. No. I'm good. Dude. Hard no. <laughs> I must sound like a pussy on the radio. I really do. <sighs> I, I and I, you know, I don't. Uh, I'm a bit of a daredevil, risk taker. Roll the dice, but no hot air balloon. No, never, never, never. I would be there's no terrified there's, the entire time. Here's the thing. Uh, there's no backup. It seems. You're just in a basket, dude. Yeah. And then it comes down to fate. And uh what side of the what side of the big guy you're on? Well, and that is why I will not go up in one. Would you go for free? No. <laughs> I wouldn't go if you paid me. Uh you'd have to drug me. I'm so I hate heights so much. I would Probably just be crouched down on the floor of the <laughs> basket.
If I ever roofie you, I'm going to take your body and put it into a wicker basket and shoot you up 3,000 feet in the air. Great. Thanks. I'm going to have nightmares about that now. <laughs> At least they were on the ground. You know, better down there than up there. For real, though. So that was good. For real. I'd rather have my face ripped off on the ground than... Uh... This basket is sturdier than I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't... Falling in the Lake Mendota from 600 feet. I'm going to avoid all of those things by not riding in one. I know there's people that love it and yeah, I know. do it. I know. You do you, boo. But I would rather. Heights are not my jam. I would rather base jump with a foil no. than go up in a hot air balloon. And I mean that. I would rather bungee jump than go up in a hot air balloon. None of those things. Mm-mm. Too high up and too fast. I'm getting very anxious. <laughs> just talking about it yes very very anxious yeah i guess a parachute if i could wear a parachute i guess that would be a weight issue everybody had 20 people with parachutes on you're just bumping into each other <laughs> sorry waiting for sorry. the wicker basket to catch on fire yeah totally <laughs> surprise it's your chute that's on fire <laughs> ah! uh, uh hello hello hello, hello sir hey yes uh, Secret to uh, going up in a hot air balloon is don't look down. <laughs> well, I am afraid of heights. But why are you but, going uh, in it if you? Well, no. Well, the thing is, if you go, out, I went up in one, and the view is so spectacular. I went up in one in Monroe, yeah. and I could see the nuclear stacks in Byron, Illinois. Oh wow! That yeah, that far. Wow. That's got to be like forty miles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, yeah, it was awesome. But then, as soon as you look down, that's when the full-on panic. Happens. I hate this conversation <laughs> so much. Oh. Do you keep your window, little window <sighs> shutter, closed on the airplane to Las Vegas? No, well, I wasn't by the window. I feel pretty safe in a, in a air, jet. You're, yeah. I feel pretty good about it. You're protected. Yeah, we can glide that thing down in a cornfield. Yeah. I feel kind of good about that one. Uh, but now, now you got to remember. Uh, yeah, the, helicopter. The, the, I've done the, that. The plane, the plane has a little steering. We can actually point that where we want it to crash. Thrusters. The hot air balloon. Willy nilly. Willy nilly. Willy nilly. Yeah. Have you ever been up in a helicopter? Uh, sure. Yeah. I've I've been in one of the old style ones with the bubble. Me too. The lamp goes all the way down to your feet. Yep, same. That, yep. that is scary. Yeah, I did. We did it over Mount Rushmore years back. We took an old military helicopter up, scared the hell out of me. And the guy was an ex uh, helicopter pilot from the service, and uh, he goes, "Hang on," and he put that thing sideways, no. and we went down oh. off the backside of Mount Rushmore, and I almost threw the the lunch, almost oh decor decorated the bubble. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, have a you, great morning. I'm like, you too, you, man. If you ever do that again? <laughs> My blood pressure is double right now. I can't. Oh. I just put a hot air balloons in the experimental aircraft uh, category. Right. You got a 50-50 shot. <laughs> right there. <laughs> There's just so many ways to uh, bite it and biff in a hot air right. balloon. The union of hot air balloon owners is probably going to come <laughs> after us. We're going to have to do a public apology tour well, no. in a I hot mean, air balloon. These are, these are only our personal opinions. I mean, uh, I'm sure 99% of the time it's fine. Yeah, I just, no thank you to the heights.
in any way, shape, or form. Oh. Those are big numbers to me, though, that you read. Well, globally, yeah. Globally. That is astoundingly Mm -hmm. dangerous to me when I hear those numbers. Well, I feel like hot air ballooning here is willy-nilly. Imagine what it's like in countries that don't have regulations. Sure. You know? It's some dude's lawn chair attached to whatever. A tarp and some flames. You know you're in a bad balloon service when he calls a priest over and they all hold hands and pray it out. Now, before we take off, everybody gets their last rites. Is there anybody we should call? Everybody good? All right. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. It's hump day and I'm moving just a little slow. My body knows I got three more days to go at a job filled with office politics and drama. Guess that's why I'm still in my pajamas. It's hump, it's hump, hump day again. It's hump, it's hump, it's hump. This is the end. I'll have what she's having. So relaxed right now. Uh, an Estonian yoga teacher has learned how to orgasm almost instantly without any stimulation. I looked at a picture of Sofia Vigera naked. Carolyn Tsarski, sure, 33, taught herself over the course of a decade how to achieve deep sexual satisfaction after a traditional sex proved too painful and kind of boring. Uh, Now she claims she can orgasm for up to 10 minutes without any stimulation. Whoa. Due to years of yoga and tantric training. Science. Science, bitch. Her feat is so impressive that it was detailed in a scientific journal as medical professionals discovered she was not lying. Look at the puddle she left. Tsarski believes women have the power to awaken their orgasmic energy. She charges clients 60 pounds, about 78 bucks, to learn how to enliven their sex lives in just an hour and a half. But wait, there's more. You'll get this reading light. Researchers asked her to uh, rate her climaxes using an orgasm rating scale typically used in sex studies. The results showed that the orgasms she taught herself were nearly as pleasurable as her clitoral. Oh, my. And butt. Duh. Despite not showing the same emotional intimacy and bliss as traditional climaxes. In a video linked to the study. I'll take a look. Zerky said, whatever seemingly impossible orgasm, what I just did, I know every woman can do it. Oh my God, just said thirty nine ninety five. That's right. <laughs> Might as well ask, why is the tree good? Why is the sunset good? Why are boobs good? Mm-hmm. Well, Jeez, what a nice lady. Guy, guys are so useless. Why are we even here? Oh, don't get down on yourself. Nah, it sucks. Between this and jump. So. Are you having a bad morning there, bud? Like a, like that uh, 
useless thing between the thing and the yeah and the thing. I'm gonna send Christy that link. <laughs> <laughs> out. I was reading. Uh, there was an article about the G spot. I can't. I have to find it. Like the G spot. Yeah, we've been missing. The, I think we've been missing the G spot. Who is we? Uh, here you go. Here you go. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop calling it the G spot. Sexual health experts say it's actually the G zone, made up of five erotogenic regions. They uh, should be called the G-Zone. Uh, describe the erogenous uh, area of the vagina supposedly triggers intense orgasms when stimulated is misleading. Uh, it's been described being located a few inches inside the vagina on the upper walls of the organ. But experts now say no single spot exists, Biatch. Now yeah. five separate uh, erotogenic tissues perform the pleasure sensations ascribed to the G-Spot. They are the clitoral. Oh, my God. This is like a quiz. Yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. G-Spot named after the German gyne- uh, gynecologist Ernst Grafenberg. It's a good thing. Yeah, they you hit my Grafenberg. Call it the Ernst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got all up in her Ernst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feel the Ernst. Uh, G-Spot was named in his honor by Dr. Frank Adgio and his colleagues who wrote the female ejaculation in the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, see, that that's relatively new, that whole G-Spot thing. Running alongside two other executives, they claim the correct term should be the G-Zone. Uh, let me tell you where that is. You just got to get in there and do your thing, fellas. No single spot is responsible. Right. Likely the five separate tissues are involved. So... I would like to make the motion that we rename it the Danger Zone. You are brilliant, and I thank you. And it's quite an honor that uh, I've been named after a part of the interior vaginal wall. Thank my colleagues. Yeah. My fellow scientists. All the vaginas you've had. And all of... All the experimentation we did at the Mendota Beach Club. Let's not forget search for holes. Come on, and now. of course my clinic. Yeah. Uh, search for holes. <laughs> it it has a different texture than the rest of it. Oh my God! It's like trying to find your seat at uh, the Pfizer Center. There's just too many. Can I get an usher? It's just too big. It's too big. I don't, oh, know where to, no. I don't know where to sit. Where did I put my finger? Just root around in there. You'll find it. <laughs> Sir, you're on the wrong side of the arena. You're on yeah. the opposite side. <laughs> I chihuahua. You're in the sea box. Oh, well, that sounds very uh, accommodating. The other side of the arena. <laughs> the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.